Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, today, I believe God's got some powerful things to share with you in the light of uh, where we're at. And, you know, uh, uh, throughout the Bible, we, we gain some uh, strength from the fact that we should not necessarily be governed by circumstances, those things around us. So I'm thankful for today. I'm thankful for the Word of God. And whatever comes out of my mouth, I pray that it'll go into your heart. And I, I, I pray as according to what the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So as you grow in the Word, uh, you also grow in the confidence of the truth. And you begin to become established in the truth. So the truth is the Word of God and the power of it. And you know, when we uh, minister life, we're, we're ministering to our our very souls to renew our minds to the thinking that we have ascendancy, we have power over all power of the enemy, all those kind of scriptures that really do take shape and take a bearing. And you know, uh, as we begin today, I just pray the, that God will bless this message. He'll bless you, open your heart, and that he'll have me touch on those things that are pertinent to you right now, those things that are weights on your life right now. I pray the Spirit of God will allow me to, to hear his voice, to minister personally to some of you and, and generally to all of you. So, Father, thank you for that strength, that strength, that strength, Father. I praise you for it in the name of Jesus. You know, many things crossed my mind uh, in the last few days. Uh, and, and this morning as I was seeking what it was that, that God would have you know. You, you know, uh, there's just a lot of scripture that I could share. But uh, one of them is uh, in Psalm 34, 7, in the Amplified. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, who awe-inspired reverence and worship him with obedience, for he rescues each one of them. I think that's very comforting that when we are dedicated to the Lord God Almighty, we, we have taken Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we're standing in there with him, and we trust him totally. A lot of people say, well, you have to trust God. Yeah, but we have to know how to trust God. We have to have that in our hearts. But here it talks about an angel being camped around about you. And uh, and then as far as, as the Lord and Psalm 145, 18, it said, The Lord is near to all that, all that call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. So you see, when we talk about the word, we talk about scriptures, we, we, we hone in on these things where there's power in the word of God. It's because the more we have in it, the more we are empowered. You know, I was thinking about this morning. When I first got born again, and uh, many of you have heard my testimony a lot of times, but... To me, there was one day when I didn't know uh, I was lost as I could be as a frog out in the woods. And then getting on my knees and saying, Jesus, come into my life, set me free, forgive me, all those kind of things. And I was free and, and then began to grow in the word. I, I really began to, to be able to, to begin to walk in a lot of things that were amazing to me. But, you know, I didn't have that touchy feeling like I knew how to love my God. But, you know, 40 years later, I love my Lord. I did then, but I didn't know how to express it. And the more the Word got in me, the more the truth got in me, the more the Spirit of God 
uh, began to illuminate everything in me, the more the love of God just began to be volumes more than it ever had before. So I pray that might touch some of your hearts because sometimes, you know, you say, well, I'm a believer, but I just don't feel much. Well, it's not that you have to walk by feelings, but you have to know that God is alive. And, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about the angels encamped about those who fear him. You know, I'm mindful of, uh, of the things that are taking place right now in our nation, in your lives. And I begin to think about, you know, the real, the real thrust of where we really are right now and the, uh, the challenges that are available uh, if we want to take them. But when you think about why God tells us in Isaiah 54 that thou shalt not fear, we may not understand that. But at the same time, when we understand that when we, we begin to seek the Lord and we begin to pray in Jesus' name, he sends those angels all around us. I mean, you know, in the Garden of Eden, uh, Jesus knew he could call upon roughly 72,000 angels to come and rescue him. Well, the amazing thing is those angels are here to help you and me today. And we pray in faith and we stand our ground. Those angels are available to you at your beck and call. Now, some of you have never heard that before. Some of you just think there's some guardian angel going to show up. And that could be too. I won't discount that because you may have prayed some, left some faith out there somewhere. Or somebody may have. But at the, but at the same time, uh, you see... We, can, we have a lot more at our disposal than we can probably understand sometimes. So that was a, a great thought that I have. And so now when we, uh, um, when we uh, begin to uh, really focus on these kinds of things, I will tell you what we've done in our life. First of all, you know, people throw the 91st Psalm out there like a, something, read once a year. But, you know, it's, 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 it's about divine protection. And it talks about some principles in the 91st Psalm that, that deal with this. Because it says, Whoever who shall dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, who, whose power no folk can will say. And then it says, I will say of the Lord. So, you know, if you need divine protection today and you need to build your faith, uh, even though a lot of people are saying 91st Psalm, it's true. It's powerful. It is something that uh, can help you and assist you and, and bring some, so, something into your life that will be solid and stable. Because when you say the Lord is my refuge, and the mo you're talking to him. You're establishing who he is, what he's doing through you, and... Uh, uh, and that's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, this has been very, <laughs> very tough today, losing video. I don't know why that is. But, but anyway, let me, uh, it, it's, uh, I'm trying to hold it stable here and jump into here at the last minute. Uh, so bear, bear with me. But anyway, so the 91st Psalm, you declare something when you say, the Lord is my refuge in the most high my dwelling place. Later on, uh, don't, don't uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you hit finish and I <laughs> wanted to click it off. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to cut a video and post it later. So I'm, what I'm going to do is have you stand by and uh, pick it up here in a little while. We'll get our video thing figured out. I'll get this message out without the, without, uh, the interruptions. And uh, basically, you've got to start right now. If you've not done anything else while you're waiting and praying about this, 
Say to the Lord, Lord, you are my refuge. You're my fortress. You're my God. On you I lean and rely, and in you I confidently trust. And then you'll notice a little later in Psalms, because I made the Lord my refuge in the most high my dwelling place, there shall no evil befall me or any calamity come near my tent, my dwelling place, my family, my my bit, my home. You know, uh, it wasn't too long ago in our home, uh, uh, we've done this before, but we went around our entire yard. We, had, we got out some oil of some kind. I mean, olive oil or whatever. It doesn't have to be uh, some special oil. Uh, just pray, pray over the oil. Thank God for it. And we went out on every corner post in our property. We've done it on our doors. And we've posted we posted anointing on those things and asked the angels to guard our property at all times in Jesus' name. Now, you see, with all the things going on, all the terrorism that's out there, all that stuff that's going on, you need not fear. You know, Jesus said, don't fear. I mean, God said, don't fear. Uh, Isaiah 54 says, I fear is not for me. Uh, so refuse that fear, and this is why. And I wanted to give a teaching on this, and I may have to do this later but i but i, I need to uh tell you that uh uh in job a lot of people know about job and they always tell a bad story about job all the sufferings of job but they never stop and deal with what that was all about well i was thinking about hedges the other day because you know in our lifetime we learned about hedging protections around certain things uh, we, we go out there and we mentally see that. And, you know, if you have a hedge in your yard or you've seen one, it gives you a mental picture. But there's a hedge of protection that's comprised of, of, of angels and every kind of a force that will protect you if you set your faith that way. So in Job, uh, as you read that in Job, uh, you know, there's a discussion in Job 1.9. said, so Satan answered Lord, the Lord and said, does Job, uh, excuse me, this is something else here. But anyway, does, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You bless the work of his hands, and the possessions have increased in the land. So here we go. Here, here's a place that people really stop and say, oh, man, what did God and Job do? To I mean, what did God and the devil, why were they after Job? Well, you know, the thing is, it makes a statement there of truth. And I might say this to you. How many times in your life have you feel that fear has robbed your life? Has that ever happened? Well, here's, here's what I've seen and what I've learned over the years. Uh, first of all, I, was, I found out over in the third chapter of Job uh, why the devil had a license to go after some of Job's stuff. It says here in verse 25, For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And what I dreaded has happened to me. And if you read all that account there, and this is not a complete teaching on Job by any means, but if you see an account there, there were things that Job feared, mainly his kids and livestock, what's going to happen to them. He had that fear going on all the time. And he was even, we found out he was even, uh, you know, uh, doing other things to, to stop them, making offerings to God and sacrifices, which God was not impressed with all that. So at any way, he lost those things that he feared. You can look it up. You can read it yourself. And, and the, not trying to do a complete teaching here on Job, but you see, though that fear opened the door 
to devil to eat his lunch. But I always like to go to the last chapter of Job, and, and with my handicap today, apparently, it's a little tough to, to read it to you, but in the last chapter of Job, uh, we see that the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job, Job twice as much as he had before. Well, it goes on to tell about everything he did for Job. He restored everything. He even gave his kids back more beautiful than ever. Uh, sound like my daughters. Anyway, praise God. Uh, he gave, gave it all back when Job uh, realized Job had stayed faithful but you see, some of those things you may have lost in your life, are you afraid you're going to lose them? Stop that fear right now in the name of Jesus. We have authority over fear. You say, I refuse to fear. You stand in that. You'll find out that some of the areas that you've had losses in, you might have feared them beforehand. I know a very uh, person that I know quite well, a very healthy person that had a fear of losing a lot of uh, the capability in their life for, at one point in their life. Uh, even super, I mean, worked hard at health, natural, I mean, everything great, but always had a fear uh, of maybe going down at the end of life and being totally paralyzed. Well, before my eyes, that took place. And I knew after I learned more and more about Scripture, I knew that the fear was there to, to open the door to that, right, right, that particular thing. So what I'm saying today is with all the ruckus out there, and if you know, if you have a business, and you might be somebody in another state, I don't know where you're at. Uh, we seem peaceful right here where I stand today, but you might be out there somewhere where there's, uh, you know, somebody trying to hurt you or hurt your business, hurt your house, hurt your kids. Well, stop the fear and go after it. Begin to post those angels. You know, in Hebrews 1.14, it basically tells us that the ministering spirits are there to minister to those who inherit salvation. That's a born-again believer. That's you. They're there for you. And they're just not automatic. When you, you pray in faith, that brings the angels on the scene. That's what it does. You say, well, how can that be? I don't know how it can be. It's just the way it is, and that's the way the Bible talks about it. Those angels are here to pray, take care of you. They're here to get things for you. When you set your faith, uh, they're the ones that go find out what you set your faith for. And if you stand in faith pretty quick, they'll deliver it. Uh, so when you begin to see some of these things, well, there's so many areas I'd like to have gone into today. And, and you know, what I might do is, I don't know what I'm going to do, keep preaching, I guess. I hope you can hear this. And, um, and you know, there's, there's other things that really came to me. Uh, uh, you know, I just have to think about this. When I think about prayer and I think about the Word of God, then I think about, you know, for me, uh, there's something that has to be, I want you to be established in your faith. You know, the Bible says more than one time, but it says in, in Romans, in Hebrews 10, uh, it talks about uh, the just shall live by faith. Now, whether you know this or not, but that was a famous scripture back uh, a long time ago when, when a man discovered that and said, we're to live by faith. Well, you know, through the years, for many, many years, I've thought, you know, so many Christians I know, uh, it's like an option. You know, I think I'll try this. I think I'll try this living by faith. No, you don't try it. You, you dedicate your life to it. You set your faith that way. You set it down. Like, 
I'm going to walk in this word, and I'm going to do it today, and I'm going to do it tomorrow, and I'm going to do it the next day. I'm not going to try it. I'm going to walk in it. And here's the, here's the deal. We're faced in this nation right now with a lot of chaos, a lot of stuff that could erupt uh, in a big time. Well, are you going to go hide in a cave somewhere like some of these crazy people do? You know, rent these places, go underground so they won't get whatever they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do, but... For me, I'm going to face it with the Lord God Almighty uh, by my side and His ministering spirits. And I'm going to call upon those angels. And I'm going to, I'm going to build my faith now ahead of time. You know, why do, why do we wait and say, well, I'll use my faith when I have to? No, you need to be using it today. How do you do it today? Well, you, 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 you get into these scriptures that I, I teach quite often. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Well, I've called upon the name of the Lord. Then whoever, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. I'm going to walk in that. I'm going to keep talking about how about moving mountains. Whoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, cast into the sea. Well, that's not just a scripture. You just It's there. Isn't that some, some of these faith people quote that all the time? Well, why do you think they do? It's because you need to have that in you. You need to have it in you knowing that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, weapons are voices, but there are also other things that could come on you if you do what Job did and you start fearing those. No, you don't. You call those things down. You get your dander up. You get your faith going here. You make that decision. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> the things I see are temporal, but the things I believe in, they're permanent, they're everlasting, they're eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to God, hallelujah. You know, you make a man want to preach, wouldn't it, if he had to do it? And even be better if he had a great big microphone and, and his internet didn't go down or whatever happened. We don't know what happens. But I want you to know today you have strength. You're strengthened through his might. It's not your strength, but draw on it. Get, it's a habit. It's a lifestyle. You know, and some of you out there are brand new to, to a lot of the things of God. Some of you been in churches for years and never heard much. Some of you just came off the street like I did one time and are out of the country, out of the pasture, wherever I came from, off an airplane. I don't know. <laughs> you come from places. But so it's all brand new. And well, you know, so you say, well, Gary, you've had 40 years to prepare. Yeah, but you don't. You see, we are at a time when we need to make up the time. God said he'd make up the time. He'd establish some things for us. So I'm just saying you're going to have to grow up quick. You know, we're, we're in the end times here. We really are, and we've been in the end times a long time as far as that goes. But at the same time, things are really coming to a head. We've never seen our nation like it is. We've never seen the attacks on it, the threats on it. We've seen the world in disgrace and all that, but we've never seen it like it is today. Well, I'm not going to fear that stuff at all. Uh, not at all. I'm not going to fear that stuff. I'm going to rise up and walk in what I know. And, and you must too. Even though it may be new to you, you're going to have to step it up and say, well, Gary, that's a lot to devour. Well, you better take some notes when I quote a scripture and other, other faith teachers quote scriptures. Write them down. Look at them. Don't just say, oh, that was a great message. Uh, you know, that was wonderful. I wonder who, what else I'll hear today. I wonder what other preachers. You know, all that stuff is great. But get those scriptures going in you. You make them first place in your life. Begin to quote them. Get that 91st Psalm going. Get, get those things going. The angel of the Lord is encamped around about those who fear him, love him. And that kind of fear is, I just, that's my God. That's, that's, he's awesome. He's my, he's my God. He won't, 
he won't let me down as long as I stay with him and I keep that word going and, and knowing when I pray and I ask God to send the angels out there to protect my children, he's going to have them out there in hordes. The more faith I can work up, the more, the more I stand in that thing and don't let any fear. Well, I, you know, I, I share this once in a while, but I run into people and say, well, you never know what's going to happen to your kids this day. And I always have to say, yes, I do. I've been in the 91st Psalm for a long, long time, and I know what's going to happen to my kids. They're going to be blessed coming in and going out. They're going to prosper in everything they do. Those that aren't married are going to have spouses that serve God and love God. They're going to have children that serve God and love God. That's what I say about my family. Well, you start saying that about your family, too. And, and call them home. If they're estranged out there, sure. You kids go out and experiment a little bit. That's okay. You did too. If you didn't, then you probably are pretty boring. <laughs> Just kidding. But, but you know, uh, there's a lot of things to say. But I just want you encouraged today. I want you to think about these angels that are at your, dis at your disposal. It's not automatic. They follow your faith. They follow your faith. I've known this a long time. I even had a vision one time of praying in faith and, and before the Lord and then uh, started moved into some doubt. It's almost like I could see the angels come to my aid. And when I got into doubt and started saying, well, maybe that's not going to happen, it's almost like I, I saw them fold their wings and sit down in distress because they, they were moving on my behalf. They were bringing those things that I'd prayed for, asked for. And then all of a sudden I got in doubt, and guess what? They had to wait it out. So, you know, there's a lot of things about angels. I had another vision many years ago back in the 80s. Uh, I'm in a town here in South Dakota, and, and about 2 o'clock in the morning, because I'd been seeking the Lord for months about a change in our life, and uh, this one morning, it's about 2 o'clock in the morning, I cannot forget it. In fact, I believe I was in Rapid City. I know I was in Rapid City, South Dakota, with hills all around it, little mountains all around it. And the Lord just kind of like took me to the window in the middle of that night. And in my spirit, man, he showed me the hills were rimmed with thousands of angels. And I said, what are you showing me that for, Lord? He said, that's because they're unemployed right now. Nobody's praying. Nobody's using them. They're there for your, your purpose. Call them. You need, to, you need to get them employed. You need to get them going. They don't, you know, angels don't draw unemployment if you don't know that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. But at the same time, uh, you, you tap into this. Those angels are for you. And they're serious. And they'll do what I, I have so many scriptures, even, um, even some of the things. What are we, you know, for time-wise, this has been a, a kind of a crazy thing. But, you know, I had to think about today, too. Uh, you know, people kind of get confused uh, because they say they believe in God. And I was looking at so many things. Uh, you know, there's, there's more than one God, and I know you probably know that. So when people say, I believe in God, well, they, they may or may not believe in the God that you do. Because, you see, there's a God of this world that's talked about in 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. You can go look it up yourself. Uh, there's a prince of the power of the air that uh, uh, Paul talked about in Ephesians 2.2. 2. And, and uh, Jesus even talked about the prince of this world referring to Satan. Uh, they, they, are, they are out there, and a lot of people serve that God. Uh, so that's not the God that we serve. We serve the God of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, even uh, back in, uh, in uh, where is the scripture here? In Joshua, a lot of you have heard this scripture, know it. Some of you have it on your doorpost. And it came, 
And Joshua is speaking to the children of Israel, and he's saying, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I looked up the word. I said, I want, I want to know what, what's the name of that Lord. That word for Lord is Jehovah. You can look it up yourself, the Most High God. He, that's who that was. That's who he said to serve. There's many gods to serve. Uh, trust me, there's many gods. But for me and my house, we will serve the Lord God Almighty, uh, the great Jehovah. And we'll stand with him because we make that choices. And I thank you for it. I thank you, Lord. And praise God. Well, we've got through this message today to a certain level. I uh, have to apologize because I don't know what to feel apologize for. But you know what? The word of God came forth. And your word of God will be blessing in your life and my life and, and everyone else's life. So take this uh, kind of a not so great a video today. But take the word. Tuck it in your heart and stand fast. Refuse to fear any onslaught of the enemy. Ask God to, to post those angels around your property, around your house, around your children or grandchildren, your business. Ask God to get those angels working on your behalf because that's what they're here for. Hebrews 1.14. Look it up. It's all for you. So thank God, thank God, thank God for this moment of time. I pray this will give you a little start, some encouragement in Jesus' name, protection, and, and some love. So, Father, bless them right now in the name of Jesus. And every person in the sound of this and the, the visual of it, I pray, Father, you'll move on their behalf today and you'll show them those areas where maybe they've let fear come in. And, Father, you'll show them where they can take faith and you can, they can devour that fear and run it right out the door in Jesus' name. So thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much for this opportunity. In the name of Jesus, amen.